This is episode 46 of Tonkoban. This week we'll be starting our um, new series, Death Note. This is the first episode of that. We're going to be going over volumes 1 and 2. Um, I'm Cole Greco, and joining me as usual is my co-host, Jude Knoll. Jude, how's it going? Pretty good. I'm watching giant snowflakes fall <laughs> outside my window right now. Nice. There is... It's not really a snowstorm, but just a ton of snow coming down today in uh-huh. huge, like, quarter-sized flakes. Looks Man. pretty cool. Yeah, I wish we got that. All we get is just rain, which is trash because my, my dog loves running around outside in the grass. <laughs> and our we have, like, these two giant trees. And so, like, the trees are so big that, like, sunlight doesn't get through, so grass doesn't grow underneath them. So, we just have these giant mud pits that she gets out there and digs and runs around. It's, oh, it's a nightmare. I have to, like, clean her paws that out and stuff. Awful. Oh, it's absolutely horrible so yeah but if it's snow like it's all right because usually that means it's cold enough that like you know it's just kind of like frozen but yeah nope now we just get just get mud that's all all we've got outside (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah uh i guess to get into death note a little bit i uh death note's a series that like I forget how good it is until I, like, you know, jump back into it. I'm like, Death Note rocks, man. I was reading, like, these first these first couple of volumes, like, this is this is so good. Like, it it is definitely – Death Note is somehow underrated, I feel like. Yeah, I think part of it is because it's so short and there's not a lot of <laughs> world building. Like, with something like Naruto or My Hero Academia or Bleach or something like that, you could be like, oh – I'd like to speculate about what this portion yeah. of the world is like once the main characters leave or like, you know, mm-hmm. what what's this character's backstory or what's he going to do? Or you could do a lot they, of like, like self-insertion stuff, right? You'd be like, oh, man, if I was in the Naruto universe, I'd be a sand ninja, blah, 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 right? Like, yeah. when I was a kid, yeah, I used to do that. Nobody wants to live in Death Note. <laughs> exactly, yeah. In Death Note, like, you'd be like, if I had the Death Note, I would do this. And that's uh, either like extremely concerning or not very interesting, probably. <laughs> exactly. And like everything... <laughs> is pretty contained to the Kanto region of Japan. Mm -hmm. And even though the series itself is kind of like a mystery, for one, we already know the answer to the mystery. You Mm -hmm. know who did it. So it's like we're watching the characters solve everything and we already know (laughs) 90% of what's going on. Yeah, exactly everything's kind of wrapped up and Mm -hmm. i think that's what makes it such a good series but also not conducive to like a fandom yeah because Mm -hmm. everything in the series is already like touched on and answered yeah so it's really cool to like go back and comment on how the series was done Mm -hmm. artistically but in terms of just like fan service like world building there's yeah. really none of that yeah there's nothing all. to sort of speculate on real world yeah there's nothing to speculate on other than like the shinigami realm right which they like point out right at the beginning they're like the shinigami realm is super boring yep. like you don't need to worry about this <laughs> uh-huh. that's like the first thing they say is like yeah this place looks really cool and there's all these like crazy creatures <laughs> but don't worry about it. Like, yeah, they're, yeah, they're like we're we're not hanging out there. Nothing to do with the story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. 
Well, all right. I guess we'll uh, hop into it. Before we really start, I do want to say, too, the uh, the volume covers for the series, unbeatable. Oh, Those volume so one and volume yeah. two covers are so good, man. Like, I, I really... I really want to collect this series either in the, you know, in the the all-in-one thing, which they'll, they'll be in black and white, but this is a series that I would love to have in, uh, in like, hard copy yeah. for sure. And I also, I'll be touching on them as I go along, but I also really like the, like, just chapter. Mm-hmm. They're not always color pages, but just, like, the sort of, like, chapter cover illustrations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this first one we have here is... Honestly, it's good, but it's also kind of hilarious. You've got this like yes. ultra realistic light uh-huh. and Ryuk standing next to each other. And for one, light light's six feet tall, which for like a Japanese teenager is he's like huge. Yeah. Dudes he should be playing like power forward on the basketball team. Exactly. Not doing whatever he's doing here. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Light should be out there dunking on people. <laughs> exactly. Um but before I get into volume one, I do want to say, uh, go check out not the last episode, but the like episode before that, because we did do some background mm-hmm. explanation about the series and our author Oba and artist Obata. Yep. And yeah, that's yeah. some cool bonus information that may mm-hmm. contextualize a little bit of this. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, give, give you some background yeah. information that we dredged up on these uh, on our on our mangaka here. Yeah, I'll I'll try to keep the, the this first chapter summary might be a little bit long just so I can like introduce all the characters and stuff. I'll try yeah. to keep the rest of them pretty quick. Mm-hmm. But uh, chapter one is titled Boredom. We start off as I mentioned before in the Shinigami realm, where our soon-to-be sidekick Ryuk tells his God of Death pals that he's about to descend to Earth to retrieve his missing Death Note. The notebook falls in front of high school prodigy Light Yagami, who's too curious about this mysterious object not to bring it home after reading the rules inscribed on its first page. After a few days, he pulls the book back out of his desk and is shocked to find the god of death, a.k.a. the Shinigami Ryuk, lurking behind his bed. Before Ryuk can explain the concept of the Death Note, Light demonstrates that he's already well aware of its sinister capabilities by showing the massive list of long-range murders that he's committed within its college-ruled pages. Ryuk tells Light that he has no real opinion about whether what Light is doing is wrong or right, but that his choices are probably going to lead him down a painful road in the future. Being the voyeur that he is, Ryuk's going to be along for the ride because humans simply fascinate him. Light tells Ryuk that he plans to kill as many of the world's criminals as possible by watching news reports and writing the names of them down as they appear on TV. Hopefully, the masses will take notice and make him the god of the new world. Meanwhile, Interpol launches a worldwide investigation into the deaths. And just to like... If you haven't read Death Note or watched Death Note, the rules of the Death Note that I mentioned before are, one, the human whose name is written in this note shall die. Two, the note will not take effect unless the writer has the person's face in their mind when writing their name. Therefore, the people sharing the same name will not be affected. Um, If the cause of death is written within 40 seconds of writing the person's name, it will happen. And if the cause of death is not specified, the person will simply die of a heart attack. So, uh, what were your thoughts on this uh, opening chapter now that you've sort of seen this play out a second time? Yeah, man, this first chapter is is so good. It like it is the 
the perfect start to a series. This is like up there, I feel like, you know, top five chapter ones of all time. Like it is, you're like hooked right away. And also, Ryuk's design just absolutely impeccable. Might be one of the like best yes. manga character designs ever. Like, he's great. His design is awesome. I love all these Shinigami. Like, you know, he definitely like looks like a god of death, but is also a little bit goofy. Like, he really reflects his personality. I think Ryuk is a, yeah, definitely top tier manga character, 100%. <laughs> Yeah, they sort of, um, you sort of see it in the anime, but in the manga especially, you kind of see that his face is just permanently stuck in this, like, blank, uh, uh-huh. distant expression. <laughs> like, he doesn't really emote, mm-hmm. yet at the same time, that makes him hilarious to look at at all times. Yes. And the way that he's drawn in the manga specifically is really interesting, because mm-hmm. His style does not fit with, or it doesn't like really blend seamlessly into the rest of his surroundings. He yeah. almost looks more like a woodcut than I was he does say, he looks like, like he a was, pencil drawing. He looks like he was cut and paste into the story. Like there was some manga and someone made like a fan Photoshop edit of like adding in Ryuk to this, to this real world manga or something like that is almost what he looks like. Yeah, and the way he dresses, I feel like, uh, has directly inspired every popular underground rapper <laughs> of the past, like, two years. Like, yep. <laughs> Ryuk would probably sign to, like, Playboy Cardi's label mm-hmm. if he came to Earth in 2023. Yep, absolutely. Dude's got, like, the Rick Owens outfit. <laughs> Looks crazy. Yep, and he's got, um, uh, he's got Splatoon yeah. eyes, too. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> He's got, like, the black, like, mask-looking thing. <laughs> um, I think one thing that's, like, really impressive is that they're able to convey so much information within 50 pages. Mm-hmm. Like, I even kept some stuff out of that summary, and they were really able to, like, mash all that in there, and it still feels like a story. It's not just, like, an info dump. I don't know how Oba did it, but like, man, compared to every other Shonen Jump, like, pilot chapter that I've read Mm -hmm. coming out in the past two years, like, this... It's obvious why this one popped off. Yeah. Well, it, we get you get all the necessary information, but it doesn't feel like you're being like bogged down, right? Like it was still a a quick read to get through. Um, you know, it was like pretty breezy, even with all this sort of like exposition. Yeah. And another thing that I think uh, the manga does a little bit better than the anime, and you see this a little bit more in some future chapters. But as the series progresses, you see Light, like, put on different personas and facial expressions when he's talking Mm -hmm. to different people. Like, sometimes he looks, like, really, like, sinister, and his eyes are, like, dark and, like, sunken. And then sometimes he'll look, like, really goofy, and he'll look more (laughs) like a cartoon character than a realistic drawing. Yeah. And... The manga is able to convey that a lot better than the anime is. And I think part of that is because, and there are a few things that do this in the future too, but because it's in black and white, they're able to like really play with the darkness yep. of 
the grayscale color scheme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the shadows in this series are immaculate. Like the you know, yes. Ryuk is always like half hidden light. Anytime he is like you know doing something a little more evil, half of his face is just ob- obscured by this like just black sheet basically um yeah yeah, it's great and i love to in at the start of this first chapter i was like oh light is way more like childish than i remember and then it immediately shifts to like oh no yeah he's a psychopath (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) and there's also a you know i guess uh less related to like the art and sort of overall tone of the story but light has this part in here where he says he lost 10 pounds in five days uh from like you know kind of like <laughs> that is insane. like worrying so sick of the death note like dude go to the doctor that is not good <laughs> like yeah i like if you if you if you've lost that much weight in that little time like you're gonna die yeah that is not well, good at all gonna... especially for a guy you know looking at him he's not like a he's not a big dude so i mean you know yeah exactly that's a, a big percentage of his body weight is 10 pounds <laughs> <laughs> and i also like how sort of obscured l is for most of the the first part of this manga um I kind of forgot that that's how it was set up. And I've noted about this too. He's like sitting with his computer on the floor. This is something you see in like anime and manga. Is that like a Japanese thing? Like Ed from Cowboy Bebop does that as well, where he's just like, yeah. So I don't know. Do they just like not use like a desk and a chair over there? Or is this like, cause you see it a lot. I was like, oh yeah, that's uh, a little different. it may be, although I think for L specifically, he's like supposed to be like he doesn't have any furniture in his room. He just like lives in total squalor. <laughs> yeah. Like the i the ideal male living space is just a laptop on the ground and like a pillow. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's kind of supposed to show how just like grimy L is because Light has like a full desk yeah, setup. True. For yeah, his yeah, he's laptop. got a, a normal setup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Any other notes for uh, part one or chapter one? No. Or do you want to? Yeah, I think that's all I got for for chapter yeah. one. All right. Uh, so chapter two is titled L, and this one we sort of get the meeting of the world's police forces in this uh, organization called Interpol, and so they're all dis- at this point. Like the world is aware that all of these criminals that Light is killing are dying, but they have no idea what's going on most people suspect that there is foul play but you know is this like some sort of weapon is it a human that's doing this like they don't know what's going on um l then sort of appears in the meeting on this giant screen using his laptop uh so there's this like sort of blocky old english looking letter l on the screen and his voice is just like coming through the meeting he agrees to help as long as like interval is willing to bend their ethics and rules to cooperate with him because l is this like mysterious vigilante detective that they've called on in the past to solve their toughest mysteries um back at light's house we find that people across japan are taking note of the murders and some people on anonymous image boards are starting to rally behind the mysterious Kira or Killa, um, a worldwide TV broadcast starring Lind L. Taylor, a.k.a. L., announces the investigation into the murders and condemns Kira's actions as evil. 
Light takes offense to this and just like kills him on the spot. Unfortunately for him, this was a trick played by L. Lind was actually a death row inmate, and the murder confirmed that Light uses names to kill people. So he, he needs the person's <laughs> name to actually do this. And the broadcast was only aired in Japan's Kanto region, narrowing the investigation considerably. So things are already kind of starting to look bad for Light mm-hmm. right off the jump. Yep. Yeah, this, uh, I have to say, this happens a lot in the series too, where like things just sort of conveniently work out for some of these characters in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> like, L is like, yeah, we just sort of guessed it was the Kanto region and we were right. It's like, you could have. You could have picked a zillion places on Earth. <laughs> but just, you know, got a little lucky. Light gets a little lucky towards uh, some of these later chapters also. But, yeah, I remember this was one that, like, when I first saw it on, uh, like, when I watched the anime, I was like, oh, they introduced this character. They're just going to kill him. And now we're going to get, like, something else. Like, I thought they were just going to, like, get rid of Light or get yeah. rid of L. And this was how they're going to be like, yeah, he's, you know, this Light dude is, like, really tough, basically. Um which is obviously not what happens, but yeah, I think this uh, <laughs> this little section is really good too. Although uh, showing a guy dying of a heart attack on live TV, absolutely insane. Would would not fly. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you cannot do that. Um, one thing that I like really started to notice during this chapter is how simple the paneling for um, Death Note is. I need mm-hmm. to go back and check to see if this was more common at this time but i feel like now in newer series there are all these like crazy like diagonal panels or weirdly arranged things yeah you're right things are kind of like contained to a rectangular grid Mm -hmm. all the panels are like the same width with really thin edges there's nothing really experimental about them and i think that kind of helps just like keep your attention to the text because there's a lot of it yeah there's like five to seven like little squares on each page basically and that's kind of kind of all you get yeah i didn't notice that either but yeah that's that's pretty that's pretty interesting because i feel like bakuman actually they do like a little more you know like typical shonen-y stuff with the paneling um so i wonder if that's just like a, a stylistic choice for for death note also the first appearance that we get and like future appearances of l's right hand man watari they he looks so crazy on the panel too because he's just like (laughs) shrouded in shadow and he looks like straight out of a like hard-boiled film noir detective film Uh (laughs) uh-huh yeah he he looks almost like uh like a shinigami he looks he's drawn in the same manner that ryuk is yeah, <laughs> we're just like copy and paste uh, some some other manga. <laughs> I've always liked how cheesy the like pro Kira website looks too. Mm-hmm. It says like the legend of Kira the Savior, <laughs> <laughs> and it's got this like it looks like something you'd see on like a tap out T shirt in yep. the background. It, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, that's a very early two thousands uh, like fan website for sure. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Any other like thoughts on this one nope i'm good to move to move to chapter three yeah my last thing is that there's a really like the final drawing of ryuk here where he says humans are a riot is probably my favorite illustration of both of these <laughs> volumes mm-hmm. he looks great all right in a uh, chapter three which is titled family 
Uh, Light's sister asks him to help her with her homework, and Ryuk warns him that if she or anyone else touches the Death Note, they'll be able to see him. Uh, meanwhile, L. When I mean him, I mean Ryuk. And uh, meanwhile, L calls into another Interpol meeting where he requests information on whether pictures of Kira's victims appeared alongside their names in news reporting. Later at Light's house, the Yagami family have dinner, and we learn that his dad is, surprise, a police officer <laughs> running the Kira investigation. So Light sort of has another in into the information surrounding the investigation into his own murders. My first note on this is the, you know, you mentioned kind of the cover pages earlier. The cover page for this one is is great. This is one, I don't know if this is like also a volume cover or something. I feel like I've seen this image like in color somewhere. Um, yeah. It's awesome. I think it is. Yeah. It's it's so good. Um, just like all these ones with uh, light where he's got like this giant scythe or whatever are, are really cool. Um it like makes the series feel more like if you saw this, you'd be like, oh, this is like a cool action-y series, like, uh, you know, like Shaman King or something like that. But it's, yeah. you know, it's not at all. So I, I love these these little illustrations like this. And also the and right after that, you get a two page spread of mm-hmm. like the Shinigami realm. And oh, my God, it looks so sick. Yep. Yeah. It's like, you know, like Mad Max or, you know, uh something it's yeah it it looks so cool i need the i need the manga of the of the shinigami realm yes it also has this like weird effect where the black and white of the drawing are reversed so it kind of looks like you're looking at a photographic negative Mm -hmm. yep um there's also the the page here where light is like welcoming his dad home it's very good too. It's drawn like way more realistically than the rest. It's got these like, like the oh, shading true. is really cool. Yeah. This, yeah, that's a, a great panel as well. Light just looks like absolutely sinister. Just saying like, dad, welcome home. <laughs> like, like he's about to just stab him right here or something. <laughs> yeah. Also really funny where like he's trying to hide the death note. So he's pretending to read something else. And it's this magazine called the sexy inquirer. <laughs> That's fantastic. I also love all these uh, little panels where Ryuk is just like hanging out with light. But so like this one, they're just like eating family dinner and Ryuk is just like standing hunched over like in the back. <laughs> it just looks hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, Ryuk and, is um, such a yeah. <laughs> such a standout early on in this manga for sure. Also, we get like our first image of we don't see L's face, but we see just like his body mm-hmm. and like hit a view of him from the back. And they put so much detail into his hair that you yes. don't really see in the anime. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's like I feel like half the effort they spent drawing him is literally like just his hair. <laughs> well, I have a note about that. Uh, I think in like one of the later chapters, but like the hair in this series is done so well. Like there's a part where it might be, I don't know, if, I don't know what chapter it is exactly, um, but like his hair is supposed to be like blowing in the wind and it looks like pretty realistic. Um, you know, you yeah. can, you can really tell that Obata is, uh, he's, you know, he's, he's better than most of the, uh, most of the people you see in this magazine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any other uh, notes on chapter three? Nope. All right. Uh, in chapter four, which is called Current, um, 
Based on the times that Kira is striking, L deduces that he's likely a student because he's like just killing people after school and on the weekends. And uh, meanwhile, at Light's house, Light has devised a new way to hide his death note in his room, which is basically this like weird Rube Goldberg machine <laughs> where he's hiding the death note underneath a panel in one of his drawers. And if you try to like open the panel, there's this like mechanism that starts where it just like sets the whole desk on fire and to actually <laughs> open it, you have to like take a pin and push it through this hole underneath the desk that like stops the mechanism from firing. And then there's this super unsubtle bit of dialogue where he looks like, if you're not careful, you could get burned. Yeah. And Light's like, what do you mean by that? Like, yeah, that's really, really uh, subtle dialogue there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Light explains like he's hoping that the investigation is going to lead L or information about L into his orbit so that he'll be able to figure out his name and kill him. And then back at L's hideout, L uh, requests that the FBI send American agents to Japan to investigate the murders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this Do you have uh, any notes about this one? One, he goes through this thing where he's like, you know, my desk will catch fire or whatever, and they'll, you know, he's like, that's perfectly reasonable uh, steps to take for like a diary or something like that. Yeah, absolutely not. One, it's not. <laughs> but two, does he not think that like, okay, if that happens, it burns it all up and burns the death note. There's not going to be any more killings in the death note. So I think they're going to be like, hey, yeah, exactly. when the fire broke out of this dude's house, all the killings stopped. Like, I don't I don't know where he's <laughs> what he's thinking with that one. Um so that's my uh my big like plot one. Also, the NPA just like absolutely amateurish security throughout this whole whole manga here too. Yes. Like what are they what are they doing? Um <laughs> And then, uh, you know, you said that there was a panel, I guess it was like chapter two or three that you said was like kind of the the best one that we've had so far. Well, page two of this chapter might be the worst panel that we've had in this whole thing. Like (laughs) Ryuk looks pretty cool, but Light looks, I don't don't even know what, like it's just horrible. (laughs) It looks so weird. He looks like he... Okay, he said he'd lost 10 pounds. This looks like he's gained, like, 700 pounds. His hair is just, like, he's, just he's like, wearing a toupee on top of his hair already or something. It just is such a strange-looking page. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, that one just, like, jumped out to me when I was reading. I was like, this is – we have such good art throughout here. And then I don't know what you've done on on this page here, Obata. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, those are are the notes I have for uh, for chapter four. (laughs) In uh, chapter five, um, it's titled Eyeballs. And in this one, uh, Ryuk tells Light that a man has been following him for the past few days. And it's someone who... Uh, Light doesn't recognize. Light feels the need to get rid of this guy and wonders how he can figure out his name. Ryuk tells him that there is a way, and he explains the concept of Shinigami or Shinigami eyes to him. And so, if Light were to bargain for Ryuk Shinigami eyes, he'd be able to tell what anybody's name was just by looking at them and when their future date of death would be. 
So if someone were like going to die three years from now, he'd be able to tell him, he'd be able to tell mm-hmm. that that were the case. If he does get this ability, though, he's going to lose half of his lifespan. So Light has to choose whether or not, you know, he's going to go for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one, um, I love how Ryuk, like, He's just kind of just kind of like watching. He's like, I'm not like, you know, taking any part in this. But there are times throughout the series where he he sort of pipes up and he's like, hey, Light, I'll, you know, I'll help you out a little bit. Like this one, he's like, hey, this guy's been following you. He's like, he doesn't see me, but I feel like I'm being watched where he's just sort of like, you know, I don't like this. He's like, I, you know, Light, uh, handle this for me because it's it's making me uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Ryuk's like. I appreciate that he's not really, like, moralizing, but mm-hmm. he just only cares about, like, his own entertainment. Yep. Yep. I love it. <laughs> Any other notes about that chapter? Uh, no. Well, the one thing was I uh, I guess I kind of forgot how early the uh, Shinigami eyes got, like, introduced. And I wonder if that was supposed to be yeah. kind of an easy out for them in case the manga got, like, axed, right? Like, you could be like, oh, yeah. Light got in trouble, so he made the Shinigami eyes deal, and then, you know, whatever. It took away half his lifespan, so he died in two days kind of deal. Uh, <laughs> I, I, like, forgot how, how quick it was. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird because I feel like, you know, I've read the series before and it doesn't really become a part of the series until like way later, I think. Yeah, it's just this thing that they constantly sort of bring up. They're like, well, you could make the Shinigami Eyes deal. And he's like, no, no, I'm not doing it, you know, like every single time for, you know, for like 60 (laughs) chapters or something. So at the beginning of uh, chapter six, which is titled Manipulation, uh, Light turns down the deal and asks Ryok if there are any other deals he should know about. Uh, Ryok says he thinks there isn't, but he can't be 100% sure, which is definitely a cover for Oba in the future if he's yep. like, yeah, I need to write my way out of this. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Light then devises a plan to kill his stalker by seeing how specific the details of a Death Note death can be. Later at the police headquarters, we find out that three of Kira's latest victims did weird stuff before dying, like cutting off their fingers and drawing a pentagram in blood or writing a suicide note. L tells them to release the names of the victims to the media, but to withhold the details since they don't want Kira to know whether or not he succeeded. Because L can hack into his dad's computer, however, he does know. <laughs> Three other convicts, however, just had heart attacks because they were asked to perform impossible tasks like die in another country. Meanwhile, L studies the aforementioned suicide note and its words of each line spell out, L, do you know? After finishing his new plan, Light calls up a girl for a date the next day. Did you have any uh, notes about this one? Not really, other than, once again, what kind of security does NPA have? You don't have, like, two-factor authentication? <laughs> you don't, like, y- your son can just hack in your computer? This exactly. is, I mean, this is, like, <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> we get to see a little bit more of l's computer and it looks really funny actually it's got all these like rounded edges mm-hmm. it's very like early 2000s tech yeah this lo- well um, it looks like the the emac that i had growing up almost yeah yeah lights lights computer setup looks way more impressive yep mm-hmm. i don't know what well actually it 
It definitely is a Mac now that I'm looking because there's a very faint Apple logo in one of these panels. Oh, is there? I didn't even notice. <laughs> yeah, I'm like just now seeing that. And then at the end, I do like this panel of uh, light being like, this might surprise you, but I'm pretty popular with the ladies, Ryuk. I love it. Yeah. Amazing. It, incredible. <laughs> this dude is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> also i love light's desk setup too he's got the same thing i've got going on he's got like the computer here and then just a tv right on the desk why not you know no tv stand don't need anything <laughs> just put it on the desk sure yeah <laughs> ridiculous then uh chapter seven which is titled target we start off with one of the absolute worst uh chapter cover pages we have yet this really like corny looking once again like tap out uh yep ed hardy looking tattoo design this looks like one of those shirts you this this looks like one of the shirts you see on your facebook page or whatever that's like you know i'm an italian that likes motorcycles and billiards (laughs) and i'll kick your ass or something like that it's like what (laughs) <laughs> so hyper specific <laughs> yeah it's just like this like i'm i'm a badass meme that was born in october yep <laughs> mess with my grandkids and find out what happens yep. i don't know something like mm-hmm. that it's it's kind of embarrassing <laughs> yep it's i can't even tell what it's supposed to be it's like an engine i think and then like a skull yeah. and like just like random bones i don't what are we doing here yeah this was a real miss biobata <laughs> um, so in this one uh light and his classmate yuri are en route to a date at the amusement park uh the stalker is still there and they all get on the bus and this homicidal guy that light had written about in his death note the previous night named Osareda shows up and hijacks the bus light then volunteers to protect the passengers from this attacker and asks to collaborate with his pursuer who he learns is fbi agent ray archer um light then tosses a piece of his death note to the attacker who picks it up and immediately sees ryuk which caused him to fire his gun multiple times at the death god jump out of the bus and get hit by a car so yeah <laughs> yeah kind of uh, this ridiculous turn of event yeah bold bold move from light with this hijacking plot there's like a lot that could go on here like <laughs> this he lets this dude see ryuk like what if he just starts like yelling stuff about like the shinigami and things like i don't know i feel like there's a a lot that could go wrong also he's just like shooting at the back of the bus like what happens when he like shoots light or his uh or his girl here yeah i feel like we're led to believe that light is like a master of planning but he's mm-hmm. really just like reckless yeah this dude's I just do like at the it. end of the chapter yeah <laughs> i do like at the end of the chapter the girl that he's with like after they witness this traumatic shooting and traffic accident well i guess this is in the the chapter after that but she's basically just like yeah let's uh let's keep going with this date yeah like no if i saw some dude if some dude hijacked my bus and i saw him get like run over by a car seconds later i'd be like yeah i'm i'm going home like i'm you know i'm not 
continuing this date. Are you kidding me? That's that's an omen for sure. Also, at the end of this chapter, we get the one-page Death Note Christmas special mm-hmm. in which uh, Ryuk is really excited about getting the Game Boy Advance SP. <laughs> I yeah, that uh, resonates with me me so hard. I loved, uh, really wanted my Game Boy Advance SP. I got one late, and so I I definitely feel Ryuk on this one. <laughs> I do love the panel where Light says, since when does Shinigami celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ? <laughs> yep. And, and for some reason, Ryuk's eyes are just like popping out of his head. Uh-huh. <laughs> it just said winter in the human world sure is cold. You bet it is. <laughs> Great. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Uh, yeah, I need like a, I would love the um, the Death Note 4 panel manga. Yes, for sure. I feel like a lot of series like this actually do have a four-panel mm-hmm. like comedy spinoff. I think like even Evangelion has something like that. Oh, I could see that. It would have been cool, cool to too. get one for yeah. It would have been cool to get one for Death Note. Mm-hmm. Any extra commentary before you start your volume two summary? Nope, nothing on those. We can hop right into volume two if you're cool. good. Yep, sounds good. All right, so volume two starts with chapter eight. We get uh, FBI agent Ray Pember returns home and tells his fiance about the bus jacking. Uh, she seems suspicious that maybe Kira was involved, but he uh, kind of just shuts it down. A week later, all the FBI agents in Japan are dead, and the FBI pulls out of the investigation. The NPA is furious that these FBI agents and stuff were there, um, and Light leaves L more clues through prisoner notes saying, uh, L, do you know that gods of death love apples? Which my only kind of <laughs> note I have for this one is we haven't really seen Ryuk like eating the apples and stuff. That's like a big thing I feel like in the anime, but I don't remember it yeah. in in the manga at all. Like I don't think we've actually seen any panels of that. I think in chapter two or three, there's one of Ryuk like laying in bed okay. eating one, but yeah, you have to like it's only one or two panels where you see it. Yeah. Yeah, but in the in the anime that's definitely like a trademark thing yeah, for Ryuk. Like he, it's it's yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um There are definitely things that I think were like taken out when they put the when they like adapted this to the anime. Mm-hmm. But there are also a few things I think they retconned in there because they're like, oh shit, we didn't yeah. really establish this very well. <laughs> yep, exactly. And this one has some great panels too. This page where uh, Ray Pimber's like fiance or whatever is like crying, says Ray is dead. No, he was murdered by Kira. <laughs> Her face is like half obscured and stuff. It looks like uh, the cover for what's that that anime? Perfect Blue, the one about like the stalker or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of something from that or whatever. <laughs> And they've really gone out of their way not to show us what L looks like. Yeah. Like, we still, we're seeing full body shots of him, but it's still obscured by his face. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I love these ones where he's like, he's sort of been God or whatever, and he's just like, you know, has these like pained expressions on his face and stuff, which is very not the L we see like later on. Like here he looks way more yes. distressed than we ever see him like later in the series. And part of me is wondering like is that an intentional thing or are they still like trying to figure out how they want to characterize him? That's what I think. I think they just didn't they didn't know yet sort of what they wanted L to be. 
Yeah. Because it, that's got to be it. Because it's a pretty yeah. like distinct turn. Like on this last page, he's like, he's got like his fist like clutching his like you know like up against his chest. He has this pain like expression, and yeah, that does not happen like later in the later in the series. Yeah. Um. All right. Do you have any more chapter eight notes? We'll move on to chapter nine. Uh, let's do chapter nine. Yeah. All right. So in chapter nine, we get to see the sequence of events that were le- that led up to uh, Ray Pember getting all the FBI agents' info and his death. Um, at the end of the chapter, L is trying to narrow down clues to see kind of like what happened, and we see Ray's wife uh, riding the subway at the end. So this just we get like you know kind of like what went into Ray's death, and it's this is once again like a very complex death note like you know a lot of moving parts in this one that i'm like we could uh we could see something go wrong and i guess that that does sort of play into uh the latter part of this of this volume is you know kind of the complexity of this this killing and uh you know how it may or may not have foiled uh light's plans yeah and i honestly like I feel like Ray's wife is we'll we'll see this in the next chapter. She's actually kind of one of my least favorite characters in the series. Yes, well this is <laughs> I won't get into it now cuz this is one of my my kind of gripes, but yeah, she's yeah. not a uh, she's not a great character. That's that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I'll, I'll I'll save that for a second. <laughs> Um, at chapter 10, the NPA's, uh, whittle, the NPA kind of task force whittles down to just five people who trust L and are willing to risk their lives for the case. Um, L comes to Japan and agrees to meet them in secret, uh, which, yeah, makes sense. Like, you, you're going to die if you're on this task force. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I don't know, man. I, you know, like my job a lot, would not risk my job, risk my life for this job. But I guess, you know, that's why I'm not part of the the FBI or something. I, mean, I just don't have that sense of justice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not dying for construction plans. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do. The task force, and this is something that's in this one too, and this was very similar. Uh, I feel like we saw this in Sket Dance and Assassination Classroom as well. Any of the kind of B characters look really weird. Like the other MPA members that aren't Light's dad are drawn in like such a strange style. They all look like very uncanny valley. They have, I don't know, just like their head shape and stuff, the way their eyes are. Like they've all yeah, got like a weird I, I look going on. Yeah. <laughs> I actually had a note here where I said that, um, let me see. Yeah, Masada looks like a Xerox copy in some of the illustrations that he appears in, especially <laughs> like even closer to the beginning of the series. Uh-huh. He's like so he's like so bright looking sometimes <laughs> that he looks like overexposed. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they all just like this one dude, he's got like the widow's peak or whatever, and just these like gigantic ears. Like a lot of the people in the series look yeah. <laughs> look a little more realistic. And then he's like, yeah, we're just going all out like, you know, stereotypical, stereotypical manga style for some of these dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Cracks me up. 
Um, in chapter 11, we get the first true look at L. He's just this disheveled guy who looks like he hasn't slept in days. He's got like, these giant like bags under his eyes. Um, he meets with the task force to go over what he knows about Kira, and they agree to look into what the FBI agents were doing to see if that will give them a clue to who Kira is. Uh, Ray Pimper's wife, or fiance, I guess, is still following the case on her own time, and at the end of the chapter is seen walking into the MPA. So we still haven't, to this point, like, seen what Ray's... I don't know if they were married or not, if they were supposed to get married. Uh, but, you know, Ray's significant other or whatever here, what she's actually, like, doing, she just sort of appears, like, in the middle or, like, at the end of the chapter. She's just, like, doing something. Uh, <laughs> which I actually kind of like because I feel like this is something that, like, you this series bounces around from, like, you know, scenario to scenario a lot. So if you just, like, add her in as yeah. well and kind of, like, go in depth with it, you're just, like all over the place and it's only chapter 11 so i like that we still have this sort of thing that we know is going on but we don't really need all the specifics about one thing i do like about this chapter is this panel where l's like the good guys always win and he's like <laughs> staring directly into the camera with this like goofy smile uh-huh. and then right after that all of the task force members are like yeah the good guys are gonna win <laughs> Let's get in. But yep. They all just look super like dopey. Uh-huh. <laughs> Such a motivational speaker, L is too. <laughs> um, all right. Do you have any other notes for that? Or do we want to move into chapter twelve. Um, I do think it's like exciting here that we really start to get more of L's physical characterizations, like uh-huh. how he like chews on his thumb and sits with his like feet on the chair it is kind of weird that like even you know when we actually see l like from behind or like in the corner of a panel later on that this doesn't really like show up like you would think even if you were just like watching him like sitting down or hanging out from behind like you would still be able to see his like weird posture and body language Uh so i think that kind of confirms our theory that they still were like trying to figure out what they wanted to do with l before he actually appears yeah definitely yeah it takes a little while for him to for them to sort of like get into the groove of you know what l's supposed to be i think yeah um chapter 12 this might be one of my favorite chapters just because of some of the ridiculous stuff we get in here but uh in chapter 12 ray's (laughs) wife goes to the mpa to tell them what she knows about kira at the same time light is there to deliver a change of clothes for his father but the task force isn't there light takes this opportunity to ask the woman her theory and she's uh she's basically dead on she's kind of figured it out um she figured out that Kira can control people before they die, can kill people in ways other than heart attacks, and that the person who saw Ray's FBI badge is Kira. Um, once again, Light just like totally, I mean, he is a high schooler, so I guess it makes sense, just totally amateurish in what he's doing and reckless. And this just like random yeah. former FBI agent lady has just like figured, figured him all out, which cracks me up. <laughs> and also... This one has the best uh, best panel in probably the whole series. I don't think it will be topped. It has a page of light like walking amongst all these crosses with all the names of the FBI agents. <laughs> and I just want to just want to read some of these out. We have my favorite one, <laughs> Nick Steak, which just <laughs> Freddie Gunter, uh, Nicola Nasberg, Bess Seckelet. Tours denote 
Fridge Copen, Lynn Zapak, and then the best one, Haley Bell, which that's a normal name, but it's revealed later yeah. on in this in this uh, volume. Haley Bell is a man, which not that there can't be men named <laughs> Haley, but like that is a pretty f- uh, feminine name, I think, even with you know yeah, like the last name of Bell. That's the one you almost got right. Yep, and it still is off. Yep, yep, it's still it's still weird in some way. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it's funny that, like, you see English names in manga that are often, like, kind of just weird or off the mark. Like, mm-hmm. in Spy Family, which is supposed to be, like, set in the Western world, the characters' names really still are just, like, kind of off. Like, Lloyd, yeah. his name is spelled L-L-O-I-D, <laughs> which... Yeah, you're you were close, mm-hmm. and there are also like even in that series, just a bunch of things that like sort of sound vaguely Western, but like aren't. Yep. But mm-hmm. these are on another level. Yeah, these are like I don't know if you've seen the meme. It's it's some one of those like Super Nintendo baseball games where they came up with just like random yeah. American names. These are just like that. These are like man, they're so bad, and I have to assume that uh, they're like western creators that do similar things with like japanese names right like oh yeah for you know sure. you name someone suzuki honda and it's like really <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah these are these are great it's it's telling when the most normal one is yeah Haley bell that's like that's a name or ray pinber yeah i don't know anyone named r-a-y-e and or the last name pinber but that one it's like okay that's a name someone could have but i just i love nick steak k-n-i-c-k yeah, it's not even nick yeah. <laughs> it's like a like a nick knack yeah it's like yeah new york and new york nick steak and it's s-t-a-e-k what is his name yeah i've never seen that before <laughs> I, I love it i want to know if he like where he got these names if he did just like kind of pull these out of his ass and just make them up or if they were if he was just like i don't know googling like american names just like going through randomly or something i've i have no clue where these came from <laughs> the best one is, there's a guy named fridge and it's not even spelled right Fr- frig day copen <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> it, 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 what makes it so funny is that it's supposed to be like an emotional panel too. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, like you're supposed to look at this and be like, "Damn!" Like all these names. Yep. But, yep. He killed all yeah, these people. It, it, <laughs> it's like, oh man, I can't believe he killed Nick Steak. Love it. It's so good. <laughs> There's also a part in this chapter two where Light, he says, he's like talking to the receptionist guy and he's like, oh, hey, Light. And he's like, you know, sorry, I don't know you. All the reception people look the same to me. Like, <laughs> what an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's another thing about this, like having no subtlety whatsoever. Uh-huh. Like, they <laughs> they just make him out to be this just like, they're like, what What are, like, the worst traits we could ascribe to a person? And we're just going to have him, like, embody them in the most blatant ways possible. Uh-huh. Yep. It's, oh, man, it's like, so good. Like, we're, I, I feel like there would be a scene where Light, like, gets angry at a fast food worker. And Ryuk's like, damn, that was harsh. And Light's like, I have no respect for fast food workers. Yep, yes, 1,000%. He's like, like they should have... 
th- there's a reason they work here. Yep. Th- yeah. There's gonna be there should be a page where he doesn't tip someone at a restaurant. He's like, it's not my job to pay them or something like that. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He's like. <laughs> He's like in other countries. Like maybe they don't do tip, <laughs> but That's like, true. yeah, it's like when American people on Reddit are like, "Yeah, I don't tip because society should be set up in a way where we don't need to tip people." <laughs> so I'm just doing my part and changing the world. <laughs> it's like not really. You're just you're just being a dickhead. <laughs> okay, something I'm noticing is like this is. I feel like. Um, Forgetting what her name is, but uh, Ray Ray Pimber's wife. Uh-huh. Every time we see her, she's drawn from behind, and basically, like Obata is just drawing her like butt in every panel. Yes, yeah, yeah. He's he's all about it. Uh huh. It just it's yeah. very uh, like the Earth Child artist guy. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're not you're not a slick dude. Like, yep. Especially in the the chapter we just read, like. <laughs> You're really going out of your way to do this. Yep. Yeah, he's like, man, I have all these male characters here. He's like, I need to draw someone's ass. So he's like, I'm gonna, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm gonna put this this hot lady in here so I can. <laughs> I love it. Um. All right. You have any more notes on that? We go to chapter thirteen. Uh, yeah, let's go to chapter 13. In chapter 13, Light decides to kill the woman, but naturally she gave him a fake name, so his plan fails. He uh, you know, kind of like writes her name in the death note, and she just uh, you know, kind of keeps on going, doesn't die. Um, she turns to head back to the MPA building, and Light uh, realizes he has about five minutes to figure out how to kill her. Not a lot really happens in this chapter other than, you know, we get the thing where she gave him a fake name, which I feel like, you know, could have seen that coming a, a mile away. Yeah, this is, I feel like this is one of the weaker chapters we, yeah. we have here. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, there's this realization he's, this panel, he's like, it's an alias. Like, yeah, no shit, dude. Like, what do you, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> he's like, a fake name, cool as a cucumber when she gave it to. Yeah, come on. I do like their, because this gets brought up, I think, maybe in the next chapter, the chapter after, where when she like tells him her name or whatever, we do see Ryuk like laughing the whole time. And, uh, you know, like kind of realizes this and stuff. And he's like, Oh, so that's why, you know, that's why he was laughing. She gives me the fake name. I, I love, I love Ryuk's role in this series. It's, it's perfect. Yeah. Also at the end of this, we like at the end of each chapter, they give you like more death note roles that are just kind of like, there for color yeah and there's one here that says the death note will not affect those under 70 or 780 days old so oh, there's weird. like yeah you they're like you can't kill two-year-olds <laughs> I, I never even noticed that also like the death note will be rendered useless if the victim's name is misspelled four times <laughs> yeah these are just like these are never going to come up in the series. Yep. They're just there for like fun. Mm-hmm. But yep. Um in chapter 14, uh Light stalls for time and tells the woman that he is on the task force. She reveals that she's a former FBI agent and has worked with L before. Light invites her to join the task force but says she uh he like needs to see a valid ID. She gives Light her driver's license and he writes her name <laughs> in the death note where she walks away to later uh like die by suicide. Um My note on this, this woman This is such a 
Yeah. My note here, she's an absolute moron. She's so careful right up until this point here, and then she's like, oh, you're on the task force? Yeah, makes sense. Here, take my ID so you can kill me, which I know that that's how Kira kills people. Like, what are you What are you doing? <laughs> yup. Also, there's this one... Uh, it, it's really funny. There's this one panel where he's like writing her name down, mm-hmm. and there's somebody walking past them, and it's like one of the guys from the task force. Yeah, I can't remember if that's like important later on, or if it's just supposed to show like she was so close. I think that's what it is. I but, think it's supposed to be yeah, yeah. like oh she yeah almost you know could have been there, but also like they've been talking about Kira and like L and all this stuff. What if he was walking by when there's like out loud speaking about this? Like, yeah, exactly. You're going to get caught then. Yeah. He even says, I am Kira out loud in front of her. Yeah. I, I will say though, I do like those moments in this series when he does that. Cause he does the same thing to Ray Pember where he like tells them at the end. He's like, Oh yeah, by the way, like y- you would have got me. I think those are pretty fun. Yeah, he's he's like so arrogant. Uh-huh. He he has to like reveal himself before he kills people. Yep. And I love this panel here at the end too where she's like walking away or whatever and it's light and Ryuk just kind of like standing with their backs to the camera. I think that's a cool looking panel as well. Yeah. <laughs> um all right. And then chapter 15, uh Light is kind of preloading names into the death note just in case he can't write for a few days. He, you know, Ryuk asks what he's doing and he's he's like, "Well, what if I go to the hospital and then as soon as I go to the hospital, I can't write in the death note?" Which that might have been a good thought back when you were setting up your booby traps in your in your desk, but exactly. <laughs> you know, whatever. Um and then at the task force, they receive a call from Naomi Misora's mom. That's a uh, Ray Pember's wife that uh, you know we killed last chapter. Um, yeah, you know he's telling them that uh, she's gone missing. L remembers her and pieces together that Kira killed her as well. He decides to uh, like bug and put cameras in the homes of all the people that Ray Pember was tailing. One of which is uh, the Yagamis. Um, yeah, this one. There's another part in here, too, where Light, uh, I think it's on page, like, 14, where Light is just super reckless once again. He's just like, oh, yeah, I told that girl to, like, keep this date between us, and he's like, in high school, girls love shit like that, so she'll never tell anyone. I don't think that's true. (laughs) I think high school, like, knowing myself in high school, if I went on a date with someone, I'm like, yeah, dude, went on a date with this girl. It was pretty cool. Like, you're telling everyone that. What do you mean? If Light is supposed to be exactly. like, you know, kind of the ladies' man of the school or whatever, I feel like some high school girl that went on a date with him would be like, yo, just went on a date with Light last weekend. Like, I'm telling everyone, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love the guy at the beginning of the uh, at the beginning of this chapter with the big ears and the extreme widow's peak. <laughs> or is he, I don't know if that's like a widow's peak or that's like a forelock. He looks like the he looks like Glenn Danzig. Uh-huh. <laughs> but there's some really cool illustrations of him just like smoking and chilling at the office, taking uh-huh. phone calls. Yep, yep. I uh, yeah, as someone who's basically spent their entire working life just like answering and making phone calls, I I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but there's, uh, this one back to that, uh, the page of L or not L, but of light being like, yeah, the, this girl won't tell anyone I went on this date. I love Ryuk is like, you can sew, bet the girls love you. Is that, is that all it takes? <laughs> <laughs> 
guess. <laughs> he says, you're not popular with the ladies, Ryuk. And he's just like, you just get this like ellipsis thought bubble from Ryuk. Man, I... I've said it, I think, like, ten times already. I love Ryuk, and I love the dynamic between Light and Ryuk. It's done so well in this series. Yeah, he's... It's hard to tell which one is... The, I feel like it's a dynamic between, like, two straight men yep. in their comedy duo. Mm-hmm. Because neither of them... Like, obviously, Light does crazy stuff, but I feel like they're both reacting to how, like, crazy each character is. Yep. Yeah, well, and yeah, Ryuk is definitely like supposed to be the comic relief, but then there'll be every now and then where he'll say something and Light's like, actually, you know, that was pretty funny, Ryuk. Like, he'll thank it or something, which I yeah. I love that too. <laughs> I noticed they kind of did shoehorn a little illustration of Ryuk eating an apple while he watches Light, like, wipe stuff from his computer. Uh-huh. They're just not making a big deal about it like they did in the anime. Yeah, I was going to say, in the anime, that's like a... You know, or you know, I feel like it. That's like a a big thing. Like the a lot of the promotional artwork for the anime, or like for the live action ones, it's like Ryuk holding an apple and stuff. Yeah. Also, we do get the. I think this is the first time we see L holding a cell phone using his like thumb and forefinger uh-huh. and dangling it in front of his face. Yep. Yeah. I always liked that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's awesome. Um, all right, do you have any more notes for that, or do we want to get to our final chapter here? Uh, yeah, let's go to the final chapter. All right. So for chapter 16, the bugs and cameras are set up in the house, which Light uh, kind of realizes because he's, he's set this thing up in his door where, like, if someone opens the door, a piece of paper will fall out. But then he also, like, kind of rigs the door handle so he can tell if someone's been in there and there's, like, a pencil lead in the door. He's got, like, three different ways to know if someone entered his room or not. And I also yeah. love to, they, uh, you know, they see this on the camera or whatever, and Elle's like, yeah, that's normal for a high schooler to, to you know, have a room rigged up that way to see if someone goes in there. Once again, no, it's not. That is extremely no. weird. <laughs> People don't do that. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but uh, Light tasks Ryuk with finding all of the cameras and uh, bugs by holding Ryuk's apples up for ransom. He's kind of like, you know, well, if you're, they can't see you. So if you're just eating apples, it's going to look like a floating apple and we're going to get found out. So Ryuk then agrees to help find them <laughs> so he'll be able to eat his apples in peace. I like how Ryuk says that if he goes into apple withdrawal he'll like <laughs> twist up into a pretzel and be in extreme pain yeah he says he'll like do handstands or something too <laughs> yeah. it's like i'd rather not see that <laughs> and then uh also since like lights re ignoring ryuk so that he doesn't get picked up on a bug if there's one in his jacket mm-hmm. you see like ryuk just trying to like do all this ridiculous stuff to get light's <laughs> attention in the backdrop yep and i think this is the one too where light like lays down on the bed and ryuk is like hey do you want to play mario golf <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's great that's one of my favorite panels in the whole series <laughs> Yeah, they're always, like, shoehorning weird Nintendo references in here. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, I'd like to think that uh, Oba and Obata are just... Well, we know they don't meet in person, but, you know, they're just playing rounds of Mario Golf together online. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, do you have any more notes for that, or do we want to go into sort of our uh, our What Went Wells and uh, gripes and stuff? Yeah. Sounds good to me. All uh, right. Let's get, yeah, let's head into uh, let's do what went wells. What do you have for us? 
Yeah, I think Oba deserves props for being able to just dump so much information into such a small space mm-hmm. and still have room for, you know, color and characterization. Because, you know, we think of a newer series that's in a similar lane to Death Note, uh, Super Smartphone from mm-hmm. Weekly Shonen Jump last year, tried to do something similar, but, you know, we're... Super Smartphone lasted about two volumes, and the story got nowhere. Yeah. And it still felt like it was information overload. Mm-hmm. So, you gotta you gotta acknowledge Oba's talents as a writer. Yeah, he gives you so much information at the start, but you don't feel, you know, I think I mentioned earlier, you don't feel, like, bogged down, or like, you're just, you know doing like the hunter hunter thing where you're just like reading all this uh like exposition he does a good job of like presenting you all the all the kind of background information you need to know but still kind of like keeping the story rolling yeah um my first moment well i mentioned this a little bit earlier but the art does like a really great job of showing motion like yeah there's panels in chapter four in particular that like shows light's hair kind of like flowing with the wind um it's just kind of like small detail, but it just stuck out to me uh, every time I saw it because I I guess it's just something you don't really notice as much in other manga or just looks like way ridiculous in other manga. Like, you know, in Dragon Ball, they have like their giant mop of hair just like, you know, completely facing the other way or something because of the wind <laughs> where this like right. this looks like pretty wavy and like natural. It was just uh, something I noticed that was like, I don't know, pretty cool and I think just showed how good uh, how good Obata is. And for my final what went well, I'm also going to give more props to Obata and his ability to draw really expressive backgrounds. Mm -hmm. I feel like when the characters move from one place to another, it really feels like you're, you know, in a completely different place. The Shinigami realm is insane looking. Occasionally when Light and Ryuk are just like hanging out in some sort of like shady abandoned building. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, the lighting and shadows are super harsh and overexposed. You know, every... You really get a sense of place. Yes. Yeah, and there's never any point point really where he just has, like, a white background. Like, they're always... Yeah. You always know where they're at, basically. Exactly. Um, my final one went well is just the... This series is way more hilarious than I kind of remembered it being, yeah. whether like intentional or unintentional. But like Ryuk, I think is a genuinely funny character. You know, I love his dynamic with Light. L has like some really funny moments. Some of the other like task force members, like there's this part where Masuda, he's kind of like, um, he's like, you know, like is it is it really that bad if Kira exists? They like all kind of shoot him down. He's like, no, 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 no. I, I would never like actually say that. Um, that's yeah. kind of funny light sister has some pretty funny moments um you know i i think that like you think of death note it's like this kind of super serious uh series but it still has kind of the the comedic moments that basically any good weekly show jump series kind of has to have right like it right it's it's almost like it's just as funny as kind of naruto or bleach or whatever are too you know it has uh yeah it's fair share of kind of goofy moments um all right g let's move into some gripes what do you what do you have for us i think our first gripe let's just talk about it because i know we both agree that naomi misura's arc is just horrible terrible (laughs) 
Yeah, she's awful. I I thought it was kind of I did like how she sort of figures it all out. I thought that was cool, but just the my my gripe for this was they can't write female characters to save their lives. We'll find yeah. this like later in the series and it's also it's the same in Bakuman. Um they like I mean every single female character they have in their series just absolutely atrocious. They <laughs> Oba exactly. just can't do it. And yeah, Ray Pember's wife is a, is no different. She goes from like this kind of cool character to like kind of crack the crack the code, figure out the case or whatever, to just like just dumps it all in the toilet for no reason at all. <laughs> yeah, she's supposed to be like one of the best FBI agents mm-hmm. that the you know the they had and like yeah she just gives everything up because she thinks that you know light might be part of the investigation and he doesn't really have any proof of that yeah he's just like oh yeah i I know about i know about l Uh like some that's that's not confirmation enough no yeah he's like l trust me she's like Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, if L trusts you, then sure. It's like, what? Anyone could say that. <laughs> yeah. And after after she gives him her alias, and then right after that, he's like, okay, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need to like see ID though. Uh huh. Like, she's not gonna find that suspicious. Yeah. She's just like, yeah, makes sense. Sure. <laughs> yeah. It's it's so bad. She they really they do her wrong for sure. <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right. Well, do you want to just go into your uh, your second gripe then? Um, yeah, I I think you know as as good as these chapters were, mm-hmm. I do think the only thing I would have liked is to see L a little bit earlier because yeah, he's such a draw for the series. Mm-hmm. And even though you know it's cool to have mystery, I almost feel like they drag it a little bit too much. They're like, first we're going to see the back of his head, now we're going to see his whole body, (laughs) then we're going to see, like, his chin, Mm -hmm. and yeah. Yeah, it's almost to the point where- I feel like, reading it a second time, I'm like, I just want to- he's such a cool character, you know, I want to see him right away. Yeah, I was going to say, it's almost to a point where, like, his his big reveal when you do see him, it's it's not as cool as it should be, because, like, we've already seen glimpse- we've seen every part of him but his eyes for six chapters now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it just falls a little flat. Um, my second uh, gripe was some of the more serious moments don't land quite right. Like, they aren't bad. They're just a little yeah. bit over dramatic. And basically, anytime Light's dad is involved, it's like, man, this is not hitting the way that you thought it was going to. Uh, <laughs> you know, they he tries to get, like, way super serious. And I feel like the – I almost feel like the, uh, the series is too – like almost lighthearted throughout for some of the serious moments so far yeah. to like really have any kind of weight to them. Definitely. Yeah. Um, the, you'll just like go straight from like comic relief into something super stark and there's no buffer in between that. Yeah. Or there's this part where like, you know, they're talking about like bugging the homes or whatever. And they're like, oh, you can't do that. It's such a huge invasion of privacy and stuff. And then Light's dad just is like yelling or whatever. He's like, it's fine. Do it. Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, okay. It's yeah. like, I don't know. It's just it's like, it just, it doesn't, it does not work right. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
All right, Jude, I, I was trying to rename our student of the week because we don't really have uh, – well, I guess we have one student, but, uh, you know, who's your uh, who's your detective of the week? I get your employee of the, employee of the week. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'll i avoid saying, like, an obvious main character because, like, you know, Ryuk's, Ryuk's my favorite uh-huh. and everybody's favorite at this point. But I'm going to say I like Masada a lot. Yep. Uh, he's, like, the voice of the – uh task force and he's just like so overly optimistic and open emotionally that he makes for a great comic relief yep yeah yeah he's good and i i especially like him like later in the series too i uh yeah i think he had he plays like a bigger part earlier on in the in the anime i feel like um yeah but yeah he's he's good <laughs> He he honestly feels like the most realistic of any of the uh, like the other NPA members. For sure, yeah. He's really the only one that's like fleshed out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, my character of the week. I am gonna go with one of the obvious ones and name Ryuk. Uh, th- these whole two volumes, I basically just spent the entire time just like thinking about how good Ryuk is and how how well done yeah, he's he is. Awesome. <laughs> he's he's great. He's drawn. Fantastic his design is great. He's hilarious. Uh, you know, like I said, I love his dynamic with light and stuff, and I love just like he. You know, like we mentioned, he tries to stay like kind of neutral, but it's almost like he can't. He can't help but like butt in a little bit, uh, which I think is fun, yeah. and it, it fits him so well. <laughs> um, all right, Jude, who uh, who are you writing in the Death Note this week? <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> I feel like it's pretty obvious at this point, but Naomi yep. Misura is just like yeah horrible yeah yeah and the biggest like misstep of the series thus far yep yeah she's absolutely terrible character yeah and doesn't like has a few kind of cool moments but is even just done even worse by like basically serving as a way for uh for obata to draw asses basically (laughs) yes exactly does does not help uh her case really here um i'm gonna write uh light's dad in the death note he's kind of ridiculous way too over the top like i understand they were trying to make him sort of the uh like the serious detective guy like he's the one like true character that like kind of is what you think they're going to be and it just it doesn't really work his serious moments are all just kind of like undercut by some of the comedy in the series and he's just like way too way too over the top with it i do think that uh a lot of the panels he's drawn in are done really well like he's way more detailed than a lot of the other characters are and not in a way that like ryuk is like they really go out of the way like draw like you know like his wrinkles and stuff uh which that's kind of cool but yeah he's not he's not doing it for me i don't think he's a great character uh, at this moment (laughs) um all right well unless you have any other notes i think that'll do it for us this week uh do you have any other notes or any uh any last minute recommendations for us dude uh not really other than the i think i'm gonna like try maybe watching the anime alongside this i did watch the first few episodes and if i stick to that i'll let you know but i i do think the manga is a much more enjoyable experience yeah i feel like if because it's been a while since i've watched the anime but i think the tone comes across a lot better in the in the manga than in the anime like the black and white just works a lot better than being in color 
definitely. I very much agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't have any other notes. My, I'll give a, a little recommendation. Uh, there's a band, a New York hardcore band um, named uh, Rabbit that is really good. They're signed to Delayed Gratification Records, which is based out of, I think, Columbus, Columbus or Cleveland, one of the two C's that's not Cincinnati. Um, but they put an EP out. I think it's called, if I can get it to load to actually double check, I think it's called like Halo of Flies or something like that. Um it's cool. They're a New York hardcore band that doesn't sound like, you know, doesn't sound like New York hardcore. They sound, uh, you know, like Gulch was the big band that popped up over the past couple of years. They're basically they're basically that. They sound like Gulch or Candy or one of those kind of uh, not quite mm. power violence, not quite like grindcore bands. Um, they're real cool. I recommend yeah. uh, checking out that newest that newest EP from them. And, uh, yeah, support anything that comes out on delayed gratification because uh, – one of the best small labels out right now. <laughs> That'll do it for us um, this week. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll have our weekly Shonen Jump episode on Sunday and then our next Death Note episode on Thursday. So, uh, yeah, hit us with the five stars and we'll we'll see you on Sunday. <laughs>